had to die to bring us this far but it's top 10 thursdays guys and well, even though it's a solemn occasion i think we're all happy to be here because we're talking about star wars this week i'm your host sean lemmy joining me as always is john otney and colin westman hello he's got nothing and our good friend matthew garstens i'm ready i'm ready for this i hope so this is basically your list. Even though I didn't touch it online at all. Are you going to touch it? I don't know. How does this work? Like, am I supposed to... <laughs> so you it? haven't listened to the show yet, have you? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> we're going to take this and narrow it down to 10, and then we're going to put the 10 in order. Yeah, I get that. I just, like, post-podcast, do I have to look at that Google Doc thing or No, you're supposed to look at it right now for <laughs> whatever. I, we're all looking at it besides you, so we'll make it work. Make it work. Speaking of oh no, the first item on our list is Jar Jar Binks. Shouldn't we introduce what this list actually is? <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> okay, so the list in honor Edward or dishonor of the uh, of Phantom Menace being re-released in 3D, we're going to list the top ten most disappointing things about the Phantom Menace. Now, uh, don't get us wrong, we're all Star Wars fans. As children, I'm sure we all enjoyed the Phantom Menace, but as time has gone by, we've probably become more cynical and more intelligent and realized that there's a lot of flaws with the film, um, a lot of storytelling problems and other things like that. So we're going to address those and the, the ten most disappointing things about the uh, Phantom Menace. And as Sean was going to say, the first thing on the list is Jar Jar Binks. We can go from there. Are we, are we pretty sure that Jar Jar Binks is going to be somewhere on the list? Yeah, I think. So. I mean, you could argue we didn't know Jar Jar Binks was going to be a character, so you can't be that disappointed. I don't by know something disappointing is the right the right word for this list, since again we weren't disappointed by all these things when we first maybe saw it. maybe not. There's just things about it that suck. Basically, that suck. <laughs> I don't see much distinction between suck and disappointing. But whatever. I mean, things that aren't we don't like about it, I suppose. Something something like that. Maybe we should go more into depth why Jodger Binks would make a list. Well, he's terrible. I think his reputation <laughs> succeeds him. I guess everybody's seen the movie, so everybody knows. Um, has the worst dialogue. It's a kind of racist character. Seems to be like he should belong in a completely other different movie. Not Star Wars. Maybe something like an old Disney Songs of the South. (laughs) How do you feel... Like, How do you think the guy that played him felt while he was doing it since he is black? 
I bet he was just ecstatic, like, I'm in Star Wars, whatever, I'll do whatever. I feel like that's the attitude of every one in that movie. Well, I remember reading Liam Neeson, like, join before a script, anything. He's like, Star Wars, I'm on. Which, I mean, I guess is what you have to do. Well, back then, no one had any idea that it would be, you know, so underwhelming in retrospect. They were like, hey, Star Wars, greatest trilogy of all time. Let's do it. I'm sure George Lucas is making all the right moves. I mean, look at the other films he made. There aren't. There's two other films he made. (laughs) Went 20 years without making anything. But now at least he's made it okay for African Americans to appear in film. (laughs) Talking about Red Tails? (laughs) He didn't direct that, you know. Yeah, but... But he made it okay. If it wasn't for that, Sean, <laughs> black people would not be in movies. Yeah, that's always a concern. He, I, he changed everything with red tails. <laughs> it's going to be in history books. I'm getting a lot of negative feedback from these sound effects. <laughs> it's just a Are noise. This is Jar Jar saying things. <laughs> And it hurts my heart to hear him speak. <laughs> That's what this list is all about, hurting your heart, Sean. Yeah. Hurting Sean's heart or all of our hearts? Well, I feel like Sean's heart is most easily hurt. Why? Because you're to so Star depressed Wars. all the time. <laughs> it's all Phantom uh, Medicine. It's getting really fault. personal. That's what this is all about. Okay, let's, well, let's move him over into, oh. Anakin is breaking my heart. Also, I wish there was a best of episode two soundboard, but there's not. All right, moving on to the list, we have another obvious choice: Anakin Skywalker. Let's go in depth why we do not like him. I think what George Lucas was. Thank you for that annoying sound effect. <laughs> I think what George Lucas was trying for was let's put a kid because kids like kids in movies (laughs) but what he actually did was take one of the coolest villains of all time and turn him into a really really unlikable child i mean he's just a whiny brat i don't know if he's whiny in this that's true he's more just weird like that the angel scene that's weird. You know, kids say weird stuff. Are like you that. an angel? I really want to see him say weird you, stuff. You don't in want movies. to see Darth Vader Especially, say that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think it could have been saved by a different actor? Uh, I doubt it. It's more the writing than the acting that bothers me with pretty much all these characters. Like the guy who plays Jar Jar Binks, it's not his performance that well, gets yeah, me down. Well, yeah, but I, I'm saying this specifically. Do you think like? Uh, I don't know how old, like, Haley Joel Osmond was, like, when they filmed it. But something like... Well, why Why does Anakin even have to be a kid? Why does he have, why does he have to be this... Why does it have to be all this setup? Why couldn't he have just been a regular Jedi, you know, who then fell to the dark side? Why does it have to be space Jesus? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I, I guess I never... I never think about it in that term. Because, like... Just because it's not, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know why. 
Qui-Gon couldn't have been Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan could have been Anakin and do the whole same plot. And then the Padme romance is less we- less weird because they're closer to the same age. You know, we've still got... Because Obi-Wan's dealing with his shit in the movie. You know, his, his personal problems. Qui-Gon's breaking all the rules. It, it could have been better without having a child. How old do you think, like, would he be like Hayden Christensen? I think, yeah. Like that old? Yeah, like... Yeah, like, like how old he was in episode two. Mm-hmm. Making Darth Vader a kid is not something that ever sounded like a good idea. People wanted to see, when the, when they talked about the prequels, you wanted to see Anakin fall to the dark side and become Darth Vader. You didn't want to see Anakin be the, the hero child who wins races. Well, I think that's pretty disappointing. I think that's on our list. All right. Yeah, it's on our list. Next, uh, I'd like to discuss midi-chlorians and their use in episode one. This is something Uh, that never really bothered me. I I don't know why until I saw that, um, you know, epic review. And All the then, red letter media. Yeah. And then I guess like now looking back at it, it is pretty dumb, but it also still doesn't bother me to the extent that it bothers Sean. <laughs> like most things. <laughs> well, it's so stupid. <laughs> it, did it bother you in the original trilogy when Darth Vader just said the force is strong with this one? Did you have? Did you really need Darth Vader to say, "I gotta capture this guy and take a blood sample so I can check out his midi chlorian count"? Because I've got a good feeling, but I need a number. I need to put a number on that. It's like putting Dragon Ball Z scouters into Star Wars. Yeah, I I didn't see the point of it because I feel like they already explained the Force fairly well in the New Hope. You know, Obi Wan was like. The Force is what gives a Jedi his power. It's an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds and penetrates us. I thought that was a very eloquent and kind of poetic way to put this kind of mystical power. And in this one now, it's got to be technobabble. It's like, there's these chemical chromosome things. And it like, also, it also like, takes away from the fact that, like, Han Solo was like, like, I don't believe in that shit, you know? Yeah, now it's like, oh, it's it's science, dumbass. (laughs) Like, like, why didn't Obi-Wan stand up and, like, the New Hope or something be like, hey, it's midi-chlorians, man. (laughs) You don't understand because you're uneducated smuggler. Nerf herder. (laughs) It just, it seems so unnecessary. Yeah, it's it's like saying the (laughs) N-word. It's the N-word in Star Wars. (laughs) That's our word. You can't say that. <laughs> I mean, it also just... If you're just born with these bacteria and the more of them you have that makes you better at the Force, that kind of trivializes the training that these Jedis go through. Cause oh, yeah, but it also explains like how they find them so easily and how... You know, you're, like, born in a hospital, and, oh, they got midichlorians, ship them off to Jedi school so they can't know their mom. <laughs> yeah, well, the, all the weird Jedi rules thing, 
that was all episode one as well. That, I, as far as I know, that didn't exist because I think we all agree extended universe doesn't count. If it's not in the movies, it's not officially canon, right? I'd be fine with that, um, at least for this list. Yeah. So why did the, why did the Jedi Order got to be so stupid? Yeah. It's just so it's so weird because they're, they're they're Jedi. It's like it's it's like this fantasy like magical monk, and it's just they're, they're throwing science and politics. Uh, it makes my brain hurt. What about your heart? Oh yeah, hurting inside. So is that is that a baby that blues a, reference? Yes, it is. <laughs> so is that a sure thing making the list or is that kind of a maybe now since we have a lot of other stuff to talk about uh, I, I mean I hate it a lot it sounds like Sean hates it a lot Colin <laughs> well just how do you feel about it yeah it's pretty stupid but I don't care that much like, Colin doesn't care about any of this that much basically so well we're glad to have you along anyway the Trade Federation. I feel really embarrassed to admit, as many times as I've seen episode one, I still don't really know what it's about. Like, I don't understand. Like, I'm sure it's not that complicated, but it's just such a boring, seems like such a boring subject that I've never cared to, like, pay attention to what the Trade Federation was doing here. I totally understand episode one, but I still don't understand episode two. <laughs> All right, well, well, can someone well, enlighten me yeah, okay. without going into depth? Too so the much? Trade Federation is putting a blockade on Naboo. Why? So Palpatine can, you know, everything, blah, 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 episode three. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> that doesn't make it make sense. <laughs> If if a character the dark side has shadowed everything, Sean. <laughs> okay, our ability to trade freely on an open market. I mean, that's kind of like a pitfall that you can just fall into. That that's why it doesn't need like that's why it's so complicated and it doesn't make sense and no one understands it because you can just put the umbrella of oh well, Palpatine is like orchestrating all of this so he can be the Emperor in 10 years. And that's another stupid thing about it. So their motivation is we need to move the plot forward. Yeah. <laughs> but as like a, let's say it's just like as a standalone movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just, I, 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 I feel like it's, 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 un, it's unnecessarily complicated. Yeah, I guess we don't really ever know further than, man, these guys are dicks. Uh, they're trying to not let these uh, random people trade, and it seems like no one, no one in like the like Senate or anything like knows what's going on, and nor do they believe <laughs> what's going on. You know? Yeah. Wow. They know what they're doing, especially ET. He's like, uh, so I feel like. I feel like we can put Trade Federation just under confusing politics of the prequels. Okay. So is that a no for the list? Well, it's that yeah, bad. I guess. As, it's just, as it's by itself. It's just boring and confusing. It's not like 
bigger. Hate the Trade Federation. That's like saying you hate. Yeah. It's weird that it hurts because when I saw A New Hope as a kid, I didn't understand what was going on with the Senate being dissolved and yeah. you know, all the political machinations that are going on in that movie, but they're just barely mentioned. Well, it's cause, yeah, it's like three lines of dialogue, maybe. But but I don't know. For me, like going back, I kind of I like that those scenes and stuff. You know, maybe because. The prequels are a guilty pleasure for me, and, you know, I kind of like how they connect and stuff. Makes it feel like less of a waste of time. Yeah. But in in A New Hope, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. All the political stuff. From a from a single movie. Yeah. You could, you just understand, hey, the big ship is shooting at the little ship. I feel bad for the little ship. I hope those guys are okay. (laughs) And in Phantom Menace, you've got this random people that get killed, and there's the gas, and there's weird ships yeah, hanging out around the planet, us. and they just leave and come back, don't really do anything. <laughs> but they go on the ventilation show. Yeah. Great character. <laughs> <laughs> Which moves us on to... Every time I say I, something, Sean just looks at me like, you <laughs> On to a character of the same species, whatever the hell they are, Newt Gunray. And by Newt Gunray, I basically just mean all those weird guys that were introduced in episode one, those kind of almost somewhat Asian alien things that were sort of the bad guys. The, last of, one. the last of the costume aliens. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't believe when I, even back then when I, when I liked the movie a lot more, I still kind of like it. I thought, who are these, these guys seem so lame. These guys are the bad guys. I mean, are they the bad, I guys? The bad guys? I guess they're not the bad guys, but they're a, Again, they're uh, da, da, Palpatine, blah, 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 episode three. I'm, I'm just trying to talk about this in the yeah, context know, of yeah. one film. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, they're more just... They're more like just underlings yeah. working for the bad guys. And you, you have those kind of characters in all kinds of yeah. movies. But they're but usually not this dumb. Think how cool Boba Fett was and how many people love Boba Fett. And he had probably less lines than Newt Gunray had. I mean, I guess I wouldn't mind these guys so much if they just had, like, one or two scenes or something. But I feel like, I mean, I, I guess I need to watch it again. I feel like they have a lot of screen time, though, considering how lame they are. Yeah, they go down to Naboo and they're talking with Palpatine. I, would, I, would, I, would much, I mean, you look at the New Hope. You got, you know, you got a uh, Grand Moff Tarkin and Vader. Yeah, and this British one. Tarkin's awesome. Yeah, I know. That's, no, what, we're that's what we're saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, why can't I have a guy like him? Why can't I have someone in this movie who was kind of intimidating? I mean, I guess we can kind of talk about that later with the other villain, which we know. But I, I, I just wish there was there was someone for me to be like, oh, man, that guy's badass or something. Like, I feel like Star Wars bad guys should be cool. But these guys are just really, really wimpy and lame. I don't know. I can't really. I don't really know what to say aside from these guys just suck. I don't know. I think we're ever supposed to think these guys are cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I guess I'm not trying to justify them. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It just kind of to me, it kind of showed like 
you know, how everyone is Palpatine's bitch. Like, all, like, to a fault. <laughs> like, everyone's so scared of him. And that's another thing. I want to know how, well, I guess I'll just Wikipedia this later. But I want to know how, like, how does Sidious, like, meet these guys and, like, tell them what to do? Like, I don't know how that works. You know, politicians meet other politicians. It just happens. But Sidious isn't, like, a politician, you know? They don't know, I don't (sighs) think. Whatever. No, they don't don't know. Okay. I'm so can't confused. like talk to Colin back because I just feel like whatever. <laughs> Basically, that's my final argument for everything. I guess there's really not much to say about these guys. I'll put them in the maybe. Put them in the maybe. We'll come back to it depending on where we are later on. But okay, let, one more thing about that. Okay, sure. Like you know, you know how they call him the Viceroy or whatever. Is that a title? Viceroy. I've never heard it. Well, it's in the movie, and it always confused me because, like, there's the part where they're like planning with Boss Nass, and they're like, "Okay, here's what we're gonna go do. We're gonna capture the Viceroy." And like, until like three years ago, I thought that was like a gun or something. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's like the head of the Trade Federation, right? Yeah, but that's like his title. But I had, I I didn't know that. I thought they were gonna. But then they always said we're gonna capture the Viceroy. And then they never did. Then they never got the gun or whatever. And I just never know. It's that gun that's in the throne. <laughs> yeah, that's like what I thought. <laughs> I never thought the voice ray was a gun. <laughs> that's well, a I wasn't like a- positive it was a gun. I just was like, eh, it's interesting. Like though. Yeah, I feel like Natalie Portman in her monotone was like, "We've captured you, Vice Roy." Yeah. So I knew. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out. That's good. Okay, moving on to something that isn't really connected to what we were talking about in any way is uh, a problem I've always had that Anakin built C-3PO. And, I mean, I guess it's plausible that somehow we got the instructions or whatever and all the parts to build, like, a standard protocol droid. But it just, it seems so weird to watch the other movies now. Like, they have their scenes, I mean, they don't really talk to each other, but their scenes are C-3PO and Darth Vader. And it, it I blows think my mind. It's more... It's been wiped. Yeah, there's, they explain that, but it's more weird that he doesn't remember R2-D2. Like, isn't yeah. it Darth Vader that shoots R2-D2 at, at the end of A New Hope? Maybe during the uh, trench run, well, he was on a ship. He can't. Yeah. Like, okay, see but that still, <laughs> Darth Vader has R two D two with him all the time in the prequel movies. How can he not recognize that guy? Uh, I feel like they don't really interact in the original trilogy that much, if ever. Besides that part, I just find it hard to believe that a little boy has the ability to program a robot that speaks like 6,000 languages. He's, I mean, maybe, Jesus. maybe there's just like, he got all the parts and there's one part, now, now install language part. So it's just that and then it speaks the languages. But I'm sure that they weren't thinking about any of that. It was like, oh, let's just make, let's just throw C-3PO and oh, people think this is cool if Anakin built it. Like, oh, but... I, don't know, I guess it's not really a really big deal, but I've always just found it very odd. I just found it unnecessary. Like, they could have included him in some other way. 
I guess it's not a big deal for some people. But it's always really bugged me. It's the easiest thing. And he did, like, write it in, like, an afternoon, remember? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, he wrote it, like, 40 years ago. He was writing the original trilogy. That was the story I was told when I saw Phantom Menace for the first time. Was that he wrote all six movies. While he was being conceptual. I don't think that's true. I don't think it's true either. I he I've heard that too. He may have said that, but it can't. No way that's true. Well, I'm sure he, he had the idea or whatever. Yeah. Probably not details. But I, I just love that that documentary shot of him like finishing it. He's like, ah, yes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Did, did they ever say how many drafts he did, I wonder? Well, he just photocopied... You know, his handwritten screenplay. <laughs> Speaking of screenplays, John, you put all the dialogue on the list. Because <laughs> that's pretty vague. I was kind of just writing, writing down a bunch of notes, just trying to fit, uh, fit as many things as I could for us to talk about. I'd be okay um, with putting all the dialogue on the list. All the dialogue. Just even the little things. Anakin says yippee more than once. And Jar Jar also says yippee a few times. <laughs> God, and, like, so all the lines of that doo-doo. I guess there's only one line about doo-doo, right? Is there more than one? George well, Jar steps in doo-doo. Yeah, I guess that's it. Well, but, then there's that, but then there's that one guy, like, General Tarpolis or whatever, the Gungan. He's like, oh, Jar Jar, you say I'm big doo-doo this time. <laughs> yep. All the Gungan speak is just so... So, uh, so kids can understand it. Kids understand doo-doo. He's not going to die. It is pretty... Like, it's funny to me how they were going to put Jar Jar to death. Like, that's pretty dark. <laughs> you know? For, for like, this supposed to be a kid's thing. And Qui-Gon ruined it. To death. To death. Yeah, the dialogue is pretty disappointing if you think about how quotable the other Star Wars are. All the fun banter between the characters but we quote episode one all the time yeah but we do that good because it's bad we're we're not it's not fun oh that's why it's a a punishment for who for us for knowing those lines (laughs) yeah i mean i feel like it really hurt that they didn't have like a cool character like a wise-ass character like a han solo deliver all those kind of memorable kind of lines Everyone is just so sterile and kind of bland. They're all just kind of like giving out instructions and walking from window to window. Walking. <laughs> it's like a lobot speech. <laughs> that should have been more lobot. It's kind of hard to just talk about all the dialogue. Can anybody come up with what one of their one of their least favorite lines in the entire movie? I mean, I guess that's hard off the top of your head. Now this is pod racing. What's no. wrong with now this is pod racing? That was in fact what was going on. He was pod racing. This is pod racing. He wasn't piloting a spaceship. <laughs> Listen to this whole clip. Now this is pod racing. No, no, this isn't pod racing. That was on Tatooine. You're in a spaceship. Oh wait. Oh, oh, he was doing like a thing. So that's at the end of the movie. He says that. Yeah, he's in the like jet, and he's. Oh, that's real bad. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I thought so, he said that like when he was winning the race or something. No. No, that's that's pretty terrible. All right, that's the worst. There you go. That is definitely the worst. Sorry you couldn't hear that, Jim. You can hear it later. I'm sure it was bad. <laughs> well, I would definitely agree that probably Anakin has the worst lines. And I'm sure you found a good one. Nothing makes me more uncomfortable than when Anakin talks about angels. Like, that whole scene. Are you an angel? Yeah, that one. It just <laughs> bums me out. Isn't that weird to think there's angels in Star Wars? Or at least in the in this... To some extent, even if they're not real. That's a good look. Didn't, didn't he, like, talk about, like, I think they're from the whatever system. Yeah. Yeah, he did. That was, yeah, that was, that was super lame. He <laughs> wrote on angels in Star Wars. And, God, what, what are you doing, George Lucas? Why are you having your nine-year-old romance your 14-year-old? That shit is weird. There's another thing I should have put in there, that they're trying to put a little hint of romance. But at that age, it's just very bizarre. Okay, so yeah, look at him. He did write the entire script solely himself. I, I wasn't sure if anyone else worked on it. No, no, no one's going to touch that. What are you doing? Making me louder? Yeah. You, like, don't speak into your mic. It's easier when you speak into it. He oh. speaks, he gives away from the mic to breathe. <laughs> and to speak. Oh, much better. Much better. John, why does it bother you so much that slaves have bombs in their brains? <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Shot. Oh. Um, I don't know. I suppose it just seems unnecessary. Yeah, I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep the I mean, slaves in check somehow. throwing a freaking desert planet. <laughs> slavery, man. I, I, bet, I bet they would have done that... Um, if, Back in know, plantation times. If they had the, the microchips. <laughs> if they'd had the technology, but microchips make them blow up. Boom technology. <laughs> but did they ever say like how far they went before they blew up? No. Was it a distance thing? It wasn't just the master can just switch it on. Like he just has like a little like a little remote. Yeah. What if your master was like like not really good at technology and he said it wrong? Boom. What? What a waste of a slave. I suppose Maybe it was all a lie. Very, you very know? minor detail yeah. in uh, Phantom Menace. Once again, I was just trying to get a lot of subjects. I wasn't expecting all of these to be on. Uh, you know, really, really big deal. I appreciate your effort. Thanks. We can move on from that. I, there's not really much to say. It's just, kind of, it's, just kind of, it's just a stupid little thing. It doesn't really... Make or break the movie. Next. Uh, next, I wrote. We kind of already touched on it a little bit, but Anakin being like Space Jesus. I mean, starts with virgin birth thing. Well, they, well I guess they just they always just kind of said he just kind of appeared. Which I, I mean, if it's a movie about him, I feel like one of the more interesting things they just. Let's not talk about it. Yeah. That's real weird. But I think with Space Jesus, I mean, sure, you could just say virgin birth, and that's terrible, and put that on the list. But there's also the prophecy thing, which they work into this, this idea that he has to bring balance to the Force, 
And yet at the same time, the Jedi Council does not want to train him because he's old. Even though he's the one. Back then it was a big deal. And they were right. Yeah. But if he's the one, he's going to end up getting the force one way or another. And by not training him, aren't you just making him into the dark side? Yeah, that's kind of really short-sighted of them, seeing that they can potentially look into the future a little bit, kind of, right? Nope, Palpatine. No, Palpatine's clouding their vision. Oh, yeah, Palpatine, blah, 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 blah. Shadow. <laughs> God, he's, he's powerful. I know. But don't tell anyone about it. I don't know. What else can we say about him being space? I guess since we already just have Anakin. Well, I think I think this should go under the prophecy. The prophecy, the whole prophecy uh, idea. This is one of those things where I need to watch the movie again and like take notes and, and try to put together because I'm sure it doesn't make sense. But going off of memory, it's a little tricky. He will bring balance to the force. That is the prophecy. Is there any more to the prophecy in that? It's just, he's going to be the guy? Well, the prophecy is kind of like how they identified him. You know, it's going to be a virgin birth. He's going to be a knowing little kid. He's going to suck. Moving on. He's going to be hella midichlorians. God. Gungans (laughs) in general. You don't like Brian Blessed, John? Is that Boss Nass? That's Boss Nass. I'm all about Boss Nass. <laughs> Maybe because he's like not like any of the other Gundams. <laughs> he doesn't even look like. How does that work? Is he like the King Gundam? Like it's like a he's like a different species, like a Queen Bee kind of. Maybe. Is that like the Dalai Lama where like he dies and then another fat one's born? <laughs> or like how sometimes in like orangutan populations, like the alpha orangutan has really, really big cheeks, but some of the other ones don't. I'd say it's something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely it. But he doesn't look anything like them, though. He's like a frog. All the other ones look like weird amphibious rabbits. I like to see him like swim. I guess I just hate all the Gungans because I hate how they talk. Yeah, do do you think like if they talk better, <laughs> would they be less? Yeah, awful? I don't think they're really that bad. Given the Ewok precedent, I don't think the Gungans are really that a detriment to the series. Yeah, I guess their world is cool. Yeah, that's probably why they're in there. George Lucas wanted to have sweet underwater scene. So he made up. Uh, it reminds me when they crash landed on Naboo. Do you think it's weird how Qui Gon just had a breathing apparatus? It's just like, hey, like he's planning on going. That's in the Jedi utility belt. Yeah, they didn't crash land. They, they, you know, stowed away. Stowed away. Okay. <laughs> I just, you know, I didn't. How is that nerd slurp worthy, Kong? <laughs> This is all nerd slurp for these shows. Yeah. The Jedi, everyone knows the Jedi utility belt and all these things. <laughs> Pretty standard. Yeah, but when you make a podcast about episode one, you have to go into it knowing it's slurp worthy. I, I don't know that the Jedi utility belt is actually a thing. 
But I presume <laughs> Qui-Gon Jinn has well, a Jedi. Saying, we can't. I mean, he's going to war. Sean, I'm, I got your back. You do, we can't. We can't uh, go on the offensive here. You know, it's, we we've broached this territory willingly. Speaking, you didn't like Brian Blessed before. You also don't like Greg Proops, Joe. Oh, uh, we moved on. Okay, that two-headed announcer character. Uh, from the pod race scene. That's one of those characters that just totally takes me out of the movie. It's like I'm watching something totally different. It doesn't seem like any Star Wars character before him. He's just so cartoonish and in some other realm. He's not funny or interesting. He looks stupid. There's nothing cool about it. Didn't the other one speak another language, too? Oh, yeah. That's the convenient thing about having two heads. It's so weird. It's like were they on, were they being televised too? Do they have like TV in Star Wars? It's, I hate things in Star Wars that connects it more to our world. I like it when Star Wars is this fantasy kind of mythical place, and I hate it when they try to make it more like oh they have TV, they have this, they have that. I it was it's not working for me. I I, I suppose uh, again. In the grand scheme of things, those guys aren't a big part of the movie, but I hate them so much. I like it because I want to. I know I'm going to run into Greg Proop someday, and I'm going to be like, "Yeah, aren't you from Episode One?" Now I want to put on the list just because of what you just said. (laughs) And then they like dance. I feel like they have a really bad line in there too. Yeah, and they're not very objective. Why are they dancing? What are those? I'm dying to know something. I know those guys have to say something really stupid, but I can't recall. I've tried to block them out of my mind. How do you guys feel about the pod racing scene? I like it. Like, it's pretty sweet. I don't. I feel like that's like my one of my favorite parts of the movie. Like, probably just because. There's no dialogue. <laughs> Just sweet racing. Man, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any strong feelings. How do you really. feel about Qui-Gon Jinn gambling his way to the top? <laughs> That's another story. With a chance cube. Did, wasn't didn't the chance cube... It just had two colors on it, right? Yeah. Yep. Why wasn't it just a coin? Why was it a key? Why does it have to have six different options for two different things? <laughs> That's cool. That shirt's cute. It looks like it's really shoddily made. Well, water. I wish, you know, I, we, it, it's, it's funny. I keep thinking about the uh, Red Letter Media's review and how they explain how that whole bet doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like what he's wagering and what. It's like the most complicated bet ever. And I wish that I was smart enough to remember that and explain it. It's funny, though. Chance cube. So way. that was so two hundred announcer probably that's what we were talking about. They start talking about chase cubes. That's probably not gonna make it. Just because it's it's not really that significant. Uh shall we move on? How many more options do we have? We've got just a couple. A few more. Most they probably won't make Yeah, most of these we've already touched on. Um the next one on our list is racism. Uh are you referring to Racist characters or space racism? <laughs> uh, just characters that seem kind of racist, like uh, the, the Gungans and 
I feel like I, I feel like Nuke and Ray's looks and sounds like an Asian person. And then I don't know Watto if he's supposed to be like a Middle Eastern or I've heard people say like, oh, he's supposed to be like a Jewish shopkeeper. I don't know if I'd go that far, <laughs> but just because he has a big nose and because he has a shop, I feel like that's going a little far. But and a gambling addiction. <laughs> <laughs> I know they do seem kind of racist. Some of these, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't intentional, but this that's kind of the happening. That's the one that like, come with me, opening. <laughs> that's the one that like more than any. I never really connected that Jar Jar was supposed to be black or something because he is black, but but they all talk like that. So they all talk with like jive, <laughs> doo doo jive. They all talk like uh, mush mouth and fat Albert. <laughs> But uh, I don't know. That, like that, that this could be happening. Like <laughs> it sounds just like a really sounds bad like a Japanese, Japanese accent. <laughs> like Sean can speak better fake Japanese than that. Yeah, but I'm actually trying to speak fake Japanese when I do that voice. Uh, I don't. We probably can't put racism on the list because racism is part of the reason where we're putting other things on the list. I feel like everything we've touched on, oh, we can't put this on the list. No, we got a few. We could probably put this on the list. Too, too much, much politics. Way too much. Although I feel like that's more of a problem in the later ones than this one. No. Uh, is it? Uh, it's got a big I'd say it's. I'd say it's heavily done in all of them too much right. uh, yeah that's true but you can't say that episode one didn't do too much politics it had way there's, too much there's politics. certainly too much politics yeah because i mean we already talked about how we don't understand the trade federation and what it's doing <laughs> and that's like the most basic <laughs> this brings me to another thing that confuses me in episode one uh the Ch- chancellor valorum what was his deal he was just like a shitty president <laughs> that like they were like, we got to get this bitch out of here. <laughs> and what was that other thing they did? It was a call of, there was some. Call of no confidence. No confidence. Vote of no confidence. That's like what the what they have in parliament, you know? Like you can be like, hey, I don't like you. Let's vote to kick you out. And then everyone goes. Rah, 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 rah. E.T. Yeah, E.T. E.T. <laughs> See, I didn't know that. I feel like Star Wars shouldn't be that complicated. I mean, look at the old the old movies and how simple they are. You know, yeah, just all, like old samurai films. All the meetings we saw done were this time. Why couldn't you just be like, um, I'm just going to make it like Rashomon, but it's the Star Wars. That would have been awesome. No, it has to be this political thing that is nothing like what we've seen before. I mean, it couldn't be further away from Star Wars. I feel. Yeah, uh, and it couldn't be further away from entertaining either. <laughs> Why did you put the line spinning? That's a good trick. <laughs> when you already put all the dialogue. <laughs> well, oh, we've, we've already moved on. Okay, I don't know. Maybe just that whole scene where he's flying. They leave unattended spaceship. Why did he do that? Spinning. That's a good trick. <laughs> he starts spinning his ship in battle. That's a good trick. It's a good trick. He didn't want to die. Like Sean was talking about earlier, you know, these... Why did he say that out loud? 
What did you say, Sean? These like robot ships that are yeah, yeah. flawlessly designed. <laughs> can't handle spinning. Spinning is too complex for a computer to calculate. Why did he say that? Because it's funny. He goes yeah. out into battle, and then one of the bad guys' ships starts following him. And R2-D2 is like, beep, beep, boop, bop, boop. And Anakin says, hey, spinning, that's a good trick. And he spins around, and the bad guy can't shoot him. And then he flies into the bad guy base and blows it up really easily. <laughs> Flawless victory. Because, but I was fine with that part of it, because everyone knows all giant Star Wars ships have just that one spot that you can fly into, and it all blows up. Yeah, why do they do that? It's just good engineering. Yeah. yeah. Just think if he didn't like hit autopilot or whatever and the professional pilots would have never like been dumb enough to go inside the ship like what he did he he redefined piloting and and being a fighter pilot for the yeah. next if it wasn't if it wasn't for, for that hours. they wouldn't have flown into the second death star yeah they wouldn't have had that idea it's because it wasn't piloting john it was pod racing. <laughs> Fuck you, Colin. <laughs> Fuck you. I mean, after that, no one would have been spinning. I'm sure it's part of like their their their, their practice now. First, I mean, they were doing spinning because it's a good trick. <laughs> they they <laughs> watch training videos. <laughs> training videos of spinning and accidentally flying into hangers. <laughs> it just, I think it's crazy that yeah, like this whole you destroyed you like destroyed their whole. What did they have, like, some sort of barrier up? Or, or just, I don't oh, know, well, just the, the, the ship. The ship was controlling all the droids. Yeah. It's all, it was all a fluke. Just this kid who didn't really know what he was doing. And hey. And just accidentally destroyed all this stuff. Why are all your troops on the planet controlled by a spaceship in space? To keep your distance from the battle. It's a computer. Why can't they just think for themselves? Why do they shut down? Cheap. Sean, are you really going to talk about how, like, why aren't they, like, not complete dumbasses? You know, they're like, oh, dirt does not compute. Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> roger, roger. You know, they're, they're they, like, throughout all of the movies, they're like, God, these droids are so dumb. Like, literally. Should we put a, put droids to this list, the bat, those droid guys? I don't know, I think they're kind of funny. <laughs> I guess they're okay. I never understood why they use them, though. I mean, they're entertaining and all, but it seems like it'd be so expensive to make that many robots when you could just... It'd be, it seems like it'd be easier just to get people. That's why I always thought Stormtroopers made way more sense. Except in episode two when they explained what Stormtroopers are, that totally sucked. But it just seems like it'd make more sense to have an army of people than an army of robots where you have to build every single person. But I don't know. I don't know how much money they have. There's so, a trade federation. Robots? The trade federation. That's sweet bug money. Maybe it costs like five cents or something to make one of those. It's, maybe it is easier to make five robots. Five credits, Joe? Five credits. I don't. I couldn't. I couldn't remember the, the Star Wars currency. The credits. Didn't they show what do credits look like? I can't remember. I don't think they ever. It's just like you know, it's all on accounts and stuff. There's are like, they like bills or are they like clams? And, I think it's all like, yeah. like no, mono- it's like clams. monopoly credit cards. Oh, like credit cards. You just touch them together. My Jedi Mastercard. 
I really want to get a Jedi credit card. My Jedi MasterCard. So you don't you want to get a MasterCard that says Jedi MasterCard on it? It's great. It's got a sweet picture of Kayati Mundy. Got the big head and the little white beard. I'd get Yaddle. Yaddle. Or is that, or do you want Yaddle? It'd be very specific. It says this is Yaddle, not Yoda. This is Yaddle. You can tell because it's a really, totally different. really shitty, out of focus picture. No, I'd get one from, like, you know, the Wikipedia. Hello, up close. Very good. Uh, no character to sympathize with, relate to. Uh, we kind of talked about that with the bad writing one. That's yeah, different. they're all a bunch of robots. Yeah, I think that's different. Well, it's not that they're not sympathetic or relatable. It's that they're just boring. They're so... Sterile. At least all the human characters, all the computer-generated characters are really animated and <laughs> bouncing off the walls. <laughs> it's like they couldn't find a middle ground for any of these characters. It's just like it's weird because like you you watch like A New Hope and Luke's he's like a normal person. Like you could totally imagine him existing like on Earth, but I couldn't imagine any of these people existing on Earth. They're all... It's like they're so alien. Seems so weird. It's like, like I was saying, it's like watching a bunch of robots. It's funny in trying to make, like, Star Wars relate more to our world by putting in politics that the people now are so alien and bizarre. Freaky, man. I mean, who's your favorite character in episode one? Boss if you have one, <laughs> I'd say Qui Gon Jinn. Boss Ness, Qui Gon Jinn. Sweet. But even he's what, 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 tell me about Qui Gon Jinn. Define Qui Gon Jinn. I can't. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm all about Liam Neeson. You know? Yeah, exactly. That's like I like Mace Windu because he's Samuel L. Jackson. No, but he has a purple lightsaber because he's Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> That, I think that was in the Red Letter Media video where he asked people to describe Star Wars characters yeah. and people came up with all these adjectives for Luke and, and Han and Leia. And then Qui-Gon Jinn, they're like, he's boring. He's wise, stoic. Solemn. I mean, and, would it have been that hard to give them one defining characteristic? <laughs> like, this guy always tells jokes. I mean, but like someone. Oh, who's but not they would have been written they... so poorly. Those jokes would have been so bad. <laughs> this just still blows. They... Like when I think about this, it's like, how is it so bad? Like, why? Like, how? How? How could it possibly? And I know the answers because no one is. It, everyone's afraid of George Lucas. <laughs> but it's just like something so big and so. People like so many people looking forward to. How could you fuck it up that bad? Like, this is like the Mariners being like as bad as they've been on offense. Like, how could it be that bad? Like, isn't there a chance it could have just been like okay? You know, is there a chance that that we could have enjoyed it more than we do now? You know. Not if George Lucas was always going to write it by himself. Yeah, well, he could have gotten someone else. He needs someone. He needs someone else. Another Lawrence Kasdan to so, make it good. There you go. But, like, why... If 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 he didn't have as much control over the first ones and they were good, 
Like, was that for a reason? Like, did he know he wasn't as talented a writer as other people? So that's why he got other people. You know what I mean? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> but like 20 years later, he's like, oh, I'm much better. <laughs> no, I haven't written anything. Yeah, else. exactly. Like, like, I feel like or maybe he just wanted to do well, I'm sure he just... You know, maybe he's, he's more unsure back then, but since they held up and been so successful, it kind of maybe boosted his ego. It's like, yeah. hey, I could do this by myself now, you know? Look yeah. how popular these were. I'm awesome. <laughs> and when he didn't realize that, there's a lot of other people that made it good, too. Now, not just him. <sighs> it's really, really frustrating. I don't know. I mean, how hard can it be to write characters that have personalities? Can't be that hard. It's like I feel like he, he did like write the characters, didn't he? He just also happened to write the crappy dialogue. You know what I mean? Like, no. Help me out a little bit, Sean. I mean, like, I'm I'm just saying, like, help me understand as a someone that doesn't know as much about this stuff as you guys do you know like when he's coming up with these characters I mean doesn't don't you tell the writers how to you know like what you want them to be like and stuff well he he knows what he wants them to be like but he didn't put it on the page and then the page didn't translate to the film with what was going on in his head like he probably thought Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan had this great rapport with each other. Yeah. But, you know, he probably thought that Qui-Gon was this great, you know, rebel. What a badass. He's going to teach this kid anyway. Yeah. But instead, it's it, it it's not there. It could have been a matter also of him just not being a very good, you know, director with actors. Because all the actors seem pretty... Like, they're not even trying yeah. that hard. Like, I, I think George Lucas was way more focused on the special effects and everything else than he was with the actual yeah, just, acting. Well, that was the complaint with, with the first Star Wars. No one liked being directed by George Lucas. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why you got and And they and the, the, they complained about the dialogue in, in A New Hope as well. They said... Lines are difficult to say, George. Yes. And George said, that's okay. Just say them anyway. They're pretty good. <laughs> They're pretty good. <laughs> I, I re- this is kind of off topic, but I really want to see what George Lucas would look like without a beard. Not human. <laughs> <laughs> so, the one character we haven't really talked about is Darth Maul. And that's because, to me, I think he's kind of cool. I don't really have any problems with Darth Maul, besides the fact that he says nothing and you know nothing about him. But he's not really a character. But, that's, <laughs> but see, that's why we he's like really him, though. Cool. Yeah. He, he wasn't ruined. He, like, he, he's not touched, so we can't not like him. You know, He doesn't do anything wrong. He just looks badass and has a sweet lightsaber, you know? doesn't fuck up. He's he's a man on a mission. So it's it's, it's like flips and shit. It's Hella like, flips. It's like the one thing they didn't touch is good. Yeah, I'm fine with Darth Maul. I just always felt like he's a prop. He's not even like a character. 
Yeah. He might as well have just been like this computer robot killing machine. <laughs> That's why it's awesome when he has sweet <laughs> robot legs. <laughs> have you noticed like for anyone that doesn't know what that is look it up <laughs> robot legs you'll not be disappointed way better i just feel like it would have been it, you could have made him really cool character you know he'd have been it, like anton chagura no country for old men or something isn't it funny how like the 100 percent of this marketing campaign for this movie in 3d has been north mall like he's got more dialogue in those Ice tea commercials than he. Commercials? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Ice tea. What are they? No, I don't remember oh. them. I don't know. Well, aren't, I don't know. Maybe they just remind me because, like, you know, like Danny DeVito, like, whatever that first. They are iced tea, aren't they? Are they? What's the problem Brisk? here? I thought they were iced tea. They're okay. brisk commercials. I just can't remember. But yeah. But, like, he's got more dialogue in those commercials than he does in the whole movie. <laughs> He's like, oh. That's because they hired a a stuntman to play him, not really an actor. I know, I know. I'm just. They should have hired an actor. It just seems weird to me that this marketing campaign is like 100% based on Darth Maul. I don't know. I keep saying that I would have liked to see like a a, a villain in there that was actually cool and actually had a personality. But I guess you guys made a good point. If they tried to give him a personality, (laughs) he probably could have been like the absolute worst character in the movie. Because I could only imagine George Lucas in the kind of evil dialogue he'd write now. I mean, look at look at General Grievous in Episode Three. They tried to give him a personality. Time to eject. (laughs) Time to eject. That's like his one line. Like, does basically like him, probably, if they tried to elaborate on him more. So I guess you guys make a good point that by leaving him untouched, <laughs> by not developing a character for him, there's less to hate. And you just watch him do cool stunts. And he's a very talented stuntman, Ray Park. I'll give him that. And I guess he looks kind of cool, you know. Oh, you don't think he looks? He like does him? more than Boba Fett. I've never understood why people like Boba Fett so much. I just think it's because he's got a cool costume. Yeah. He never, he never really does anything. He never really says anything, and he gets killed like a bitch. <laughs> he does get killed. I mean, it's like hilarious a bitch. death scene. <laughs> I'm all about that. He was killed by blind Han Solo. <laughs> I've always loved that, but I've never understood why people are like. Oh, he's badass. <laughs> Well, he got killed by a blonde guy, but he's badass. Well, I remember, he was competing with, like, TI-83 and the raptor monster guy, and he's the only one who was able to catch Han Solo. It's because his armor's cool. Yeah, okay. But he was also in the Star Wars Holiday Special. It's probably a lot of character development in that that we haven't seen. Plus, he's such a sweet, awesome little kid. Ugh. <laughs> Which we were just talking about all of them. Well, next time, save they release... Next, save it for next year. Even for next year. All right, should oh, we, no. uh, let's try to construct the list. Do we have any more? Okay, how many do we have? We have one, ten. I just put the prophecy because you were talking about that earlier. Yeah, well, that's Anakin that equals means. space. Jesus is already on. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so we got eight. So right we got now. eight. I think the Trade Federation makes the list. I don't know. I don't know. What did we say about that? That you put that. That in? it was more just the whole plot. But I. <laughs> yeah. No, we're, we're, these are all different parts of the plot. I mean, the trade yeah. generation, the dialogue, the crappy characters. Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't really hate the... I'd put that lower on the list because it doesn't really bug me that much. Yeah, but, sure. And I think Anakin built C-3PO is probably number 10. Um, 
because it's it's not offensively bad. It's just really unfortunate that they had to shoehorn C-3PO in in this way. And they couldn't think of anything better. They couldn't just have C-3PO be a droid like R2. Yeah, it's just really lazy. Yeah. Okay, I got Anakin built C-3PO at number 10. What's number 9, you think? Number 9. Number 9. Number 9. Would that be the Trade Federation? I feel like it almost didn't make the list for some reason. Okay. Trade Federation because it's confusing, but once again, maybe not as offensively bad as... The eight following it. Okay, let's see. What else? What else? Um, how do you, people feel about Newt Gunray? I feel like they're not that bad. Yeah, that's a good eight. They do suck. Yeah. He's pretty close to the trade federation. They don't suck yeah. that much. They go hand in hand. Like vanilla and chocolate. You mean chocolate and peanut butter? Sure. Okay, okay. These are all pretty bad, but we still have left. Maybe... Midichlorian? No. Uh, I put that uh, higher. Midichlorian. Okay, higher. <laughs> and that's not even me talking. That's just I know how much Sean hates it, so <laughs> I want to put it higher. I hate Midichlorian. Space Jesus? But whatever. Maybe. I'm just saying, Sean hates it. So much that it's got to be. It counts for all of us. I hate it a lot too. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just trying to sense the general. I don't even have the list. Like in front of me. You, you say Sean hates it. I believe Sean hates it, and he had some good reasons, but he didn't get furious. So I wasn't sure. It's <laughs> throwing shit. I don't hate Space Jesus that much, but that's just me. That's yeah. kind of something that spans more of all three films than just the first one. What I really hate is the virgin birth. That's really dumb. Maybe we should just change that to the virgin birth. Okay. Works for me. And put that in at like seven. Unless there's something that uh, people hate less. Okay. Now we're cooking. How about too much politics? It's tough to say. Earlier, I was thinking that was the thing I hated the most. Because if you'd taken out all politics, I guess if you'd taken out all the politics, it still would have had all the terrible dialogue and all the terrible characters. So, I guess that would be lower. um, The real thing is they spent all this time obsessing about the politics, and they go back, and they appeal to the Jedi's, and they appeal to the Senate, and then. Something happens, but it doesn't really affect them at all, and so they just go back to Naboo and fight the war anyway. And it, and it's not all of the movie like some of these other things that we're considering are. Some of these other things we have to sit through for basically the whole movie. We only have so many political scenes. We we get our fair share of action. So yeah, that's that's that makes sense. Okay, number five. Boring, boring people. All right. Uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah, some of these. Yeah, you could go ahead and put that. I'll have to like look at it then and see if we do any rearranging. Yeah, it's hard to say right now. Well, because it's you know I like Qui Gon and the Queen. I guess they're not well really enough. Terrible. They're just 
so much more boring than I was hoping. How did you feel about it when you first saw it, Sean? When I first saw it, uh, I was pretty impressed because I, you know, I was a little boy. I was 11 years old. I know, but it's, it's fun. It's funny to think about that. We were like the perfect. We were like. I feel like we were on, right on the age where. Well, I definitely there were moments of that movie where I was like, "Why? What the fuck is this?" <laughs> Very early on in that movie, like when they were still on that first ship before they even go down to Naboo, I, I was having what the fuck moments. <laughs> like when the this, the droids shoot at them and they like teleport away. Remember that? What what the hell was that? I always thought that was like, like an editing mistake. <laughs> What scene are we talking about? You know when they're like they they just come out of the the fog the mist or fog or whatever. Yeah. And they're like they're deflecting the lasers and then and then like the, the roly poly the droid, droid comes the droid up. Cars come and and then they go oh and then they go boop and they like <laughs> it looks just looks really weird and it's like it looks weird on Blu-ray like it's still like they haven't it's it's jerkier than Han dodging the blast in, <laughs> when Greedo shoots first they literally I, I don't know I'd have to like watch it frame by frame but I feel like they they're like standing and they don't like run they just move they're yeah like, like it's like I don't, I don't, I don't know, know what you're see. talking about so I'd like to see it I don't know how to describe it <laughs> <laughs> we it's both. Like, this is something that yeah. stood out to both of us. <laughs> well, it didn't stand out to me. The, I have, I hardly remember. I just remember being at Crossroads and being like, yeah, "That was awesome." <laughs> I gotta go back and check that out. That sounds hilarious. But like you were saying earlier, I think you're right in that. I feel like this was made for us because Jake Lloyd was like our age. I'm looking him up right now. He's he's born like '89. So like, I think George Lucas made this movie like. I feel like he was. Younger, like I feel like I'm looking up right now. Well, maybe his character's supposed to be younger, but I feel like George Lucas made this like kids about this age should totally be able, you know, to like this kid. They're like, you know, yeah. And that's the thing. That's the big misconception is for some reason people think kids want to see kids in their movies. The characters I loved in the original Star Wars were grown ass adults. I liked <laughs> the older they were, the more I liked them. You know, yeah, Yoda. Look at him. 800 something <laughs> I have no super, interest super duper senior in I, even in Power Rangers when I threw a kid Power Ranger in I was like god I hate this this is so dumb why is he transforming into a full grown adult when he becomes a Power Ranger <laughs> don't put kids in stuff to make kids like it even like when they put the Ewoks in Return of the Jedi like to try to respond to kids like I like Return of the Jedi but they're definitely my least favorite thing about Return of the Jedi it's like that's I think uh, the reason like kids like Star Wars is because it was kind of adult, you know, it was kind of like cool and kind of actiony. They don't want it. They don't want it uh, you know, ooey gooey or schmaltzy or brought down to their level. They like the fact that it's more. No I'm not saying it's really adult, but no one's favorite part of the Princess Bride is Fred Savage. I mean, you, <laughs> you look up to those guys like, oh man, Han Solo. I wish I could be like Han Solo. No one wants to be like, I wish I could be a little kid too. <laughs> Who gets surprise chips? I mean, I don't know. Maybe some kids wanted to be a kid, but I never bet would. It's just weird. Kids look up to adults as heroes. Superman, Batman. Kids don't look up to kids. Yeah. Except Star Kid. They're at our level. We know their shit. Except what? No Star one looks kid. up to Star Kid. <laughs> Star Kid. Oh, some dumb movie from the 90s. 
<laughs> oh yeah, it had the kid from Dra- uh, Jurassic Park, right? I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Is that the one where he's got, like, the suit? Yeah, and he's, like, jumping all over the place. The alien super suit? (laughs) Yeah, it's this kid in this this alien suit that's, like, alive, and he, like, goes in it. All right, let's get back to that star kid. no one ever saw. (laughs) On to our number four pick. Yeah, we're pushing 70 minutes. Uh, I think all the dialogue, I think... Because the other three have devastating impact on the whole rest of the franchise and all the dialogue mm. limited to just this I don't one know. film. I feel like all the dialogue combined is worse than like one character. But yeah, I put, what, wait, what, what? What are we comparing the dialogue to? Anakin, Jar Jar, and Midi Chlorians. I put Midi Chlorians next. I agree. Sorry, Sean. It's pretty high up there. It's true. I mean, it's it, they're it's terrible how they ruin like all the mysticism of Jedi's in the Force and bring it down to this terrible biological level. But at the same time, once again, it's only like this one part of the movie. I I, I maintain it has a down. devastating impact on the entire franchise. Uh, That's true. It, ans- still- it answers a question no one was asking. It's, uh, fuck, fuck me, according to me. It's fine. Put them in number five. But I, st- I mean, I know it's hard, but I always try. To, I try to put it in the context of just this movie. Though I guess it's hard because it's it's so they're so connected. They're supposed to be all connected. It's supposed to be like one thing. And I guess if no those other movies hadn't been made, we wouldn't be as bugged by mini chlorians. But uh, I don't know. All right. So number three. I'd say Jar Jar. I'm with you. Because Jar Jar, Jar Jar could have been the dumb character in the movie. Um, and it still could have been a good movie. Yeah, I mean, I'm always saying, I just said it like a couple of seconds ago, the Ewoks are pretty dumb, but that's still a good movie. They don't wreck it. There's still a lot of cool things about it. You can have one character that's totally stupid, but as long as there's a bunch of other cool stuff... And there's some cool stuff in Phantom Menace. Not that much. <laughs> What's the coolest thing in Phantom Menace? Like I'd like to, the I'd end. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, I guess we should concentrate on this. All right. I think between the last two, I think Anakin Skywalker is number one and all the dialogue is number two. I disagree. Okay. Well, it's tough because, like, what are we saying about? I disagree because I think that you could have Darth Vader as a little kid, but if you had, if all the imagine if all the dialogue was good, then it would be a much better movie. It would be closer to average. But if it was the same movie with better dialogue, I would still hate that they took the coolest villain of all time and turned him into this little kid. There's no no words he could say that would make that okay. Even if he talked like a David Mamet character. Yeah, even if he was doing the Alec Baldwin monologue from Gungary Glenn Ross. That's like, this is dumb. This doesn't belong. Uh, it wouldn't, but be better than what's in the film. I guess I guess I... I guess for me, it never bothered me as much as it bothered you until more recently until my adulthood watching it 
You know what I mean? It never... It seems like you kind of just accept that, that this is the way the Star Wars yeah. prequels had to be. Oh, well, it, it's... Like, I agree with that. I, I, I feel like... It's not like... I'm trying to put this into words. I feel like that's kind of how I do view it, just because I can't change it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to be changed, so I'm trying to just make of it what I will, you know? And I'm not saying that's right. Like, I agree with you. Like, I agree with everything you're saying. It's just, like, it's kind of how I how I just viewed it growing up, and, every, like, all the times I've watched it, I see, you know, I hate it more and more. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, when I first saw it, it didn't piss me off that he was a little kid as much as it... I guess that's not a good argument because when I first saw it, I was all about it. <laughs> 12 year old me. It's a tough call. I can see the case. I probably side right now with dialogue being more annoying because like when I was a little kid, like I guess I, yeah, I didn't mind Anakin that much, but I definitely, like I didn't mind that the movie was about him, but I definitely minded the kind of stuff he said. <laughs> Wizard. I don't know. Yippee really still really bugs me. I don't, yippee. It's, it's tough. And, because I, yeah, I feel like the movie was yeah, aren't those lines just kind Anakin. of yeah? Are, isn't that all just systematic of Anakin being this crappy little kid character? Yeah, that's a good point. Instead of just being a, you know, he could have just been a rebellious Jedi. He didn't have to be a little kid. Making him this little kid lowers your expectations for the whole prequel trilogy. It 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 hurts it real bad. It's a deep wound. The kind of wound that you wouldn't get from a lightsaber because it wouldn't be cauterized. It'd just bleed for the rest of your life. That's what it's doing to you. All right, Sean, you win. Yeah. I, 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 you've convinced me. I agree. It's really weird to wrap your mind around that, though. Like, it was. It, it's like you can't stop the fact that it was going to be about Anakin. Yeah. But you could do it. So much it was better. like, it, they, yeah, I know. But I guess, you know, they did They did pretty much, not only did they create this new kind of stupid character, but they also took one of the greatest villains of all times down a peg. Like, what was always so great about Darth Vader is that he kind of had this mystery behind him, and they've ruined all of that. So not only have they ruined this movie, but they've ruined all of them. Yeah. In a way. Can you, can those- you not physically enjoy the original trilogy as much anymore? Or, or can you put it all like out of? I, I'm pretty able of pretending it doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. And those people that complained when they took Darth Vader's helmet off, he's just a boring white guy. Those they had no idea how good they had it. But that was your biggest problem with Darth Vader. I personally am all about when they take his helmet off. Yeah, I miss that guy. I wish God, putting Hayden Christensen in Return of the Jedi is that's a low blow to that guy. See? It's a low blow to like humankind. Whoa. It's just like it's a low blow to people like us that try to enjoy it without thinking about the prequels, and then you're immediately reminded the last thing that you see before you're finished with the movie. <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, Star Wars, it's over. That's uh, Return of the Jedi is awesome. Yeah. 
Cool. Oh fuck! Oh, episode fuck. two happened. <laughs> it just and it's like, didn't Anakin redeem himself before he died? Yeah. Yeah. So why isn't he that guy? Exactly. God. Okay. So the most disappointing things about the Phantom Menace. At number ten, we had Anakin having built C three PO. Number nine, the Trade Federation. Number eight, Newt Gunray. Number seven, the Virgin Birth. Six. Too much politics. Five, boring humans. Four, midi-chlorians. Three, Jaja Binks. Two, all of the dialogue. And number one, Anakin Skywalker being a whiny little bitch. Well, anyway, this nerd rage is about as futile as an episode of Big Bang Theory. So I'm going to end it right here. Uh, until next week, I'll see you guys. We've been Top Ten Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs>